the Plumbing Marketing Profits Podcast. Interviews with million-dollar-plus plumbing and HVAC business owners on how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your business and discover what they are doing to keep their phone ringing, trucks running, and businesses booming. With your host, Josh Nelson. Josh Nelson with the Plumbing and HVAC Marketing Podcast. And today I'm super excited to share an interview with you of Kayla Stevenson from Polestar Plumbing, Heating, and Air. They're a full service plumbing HVAC contractor serving the greater Kansas City market. Uh, and on this interview, they share some amazing insight how they've been able to grow to over 20 trucks, how they've developed over 960 Google reviews, and some really interesting insights on how they're leveraging social media to interact with new customers and engage with their existing customer base. Great interview, check it out. Hi everybody, thank you for joining in with us today. My name is Allison and I'm interviewing Kayla over at Polestar uh, Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, Kayla, you are the marketing manager, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Awesome, so if you can just introduce yourself to everybody, let them know what you do there and give us a little bit of a background on Polestar. Okay, so hi guys, I'm Kayla. I'm the marketing coordinator here at Polestar Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Um, a little background on Polestar. So we've actually been serving the greater Kansas City area for almost 36 years now. So um, we've been around a long time, since 1984. Um, we have about 40 employees and 20 trucks. And the thing about the greater Kansas City area is we actually service, so we're on state line of Missouri and Kansas, so we service that entire area on both sides of the state. So a pretty vast area, so yeah. That's awesome. And so then um, kind of going into that like half of a state on, on the other half, how is it with um, trying to market that? Isn't it a little bit hard to try to say, you know, you service one state and also another at the same time? Yeah. I mean, I don't think the, the marketing is where the, the issues come into play because it's still that area. I mean, it's, it's a large amount of people. So you do want to broadcast as, you know, as much as possible and be omnipresent everywhere in front of their faces. So what the issues get into is more um, getting licensed, licensed for service in the different sides of the states. That's something that other people might not have to worry about. But mm -hmm. not only do we have to get, you know, licensed to do business in Kansas, we also have to in Missouri, and Missouri works con um, completely different than Kansas does, so that's where it gets a little crazy. <laughs> that's where it kind of like juggles on you? Yeah, that other people, other companies may not have to worry about that if they're in a rural area in other states, so. Right, I yeah. mean, there's some people who service, um, you know, quite like a tri-state area um, or something like that. So you're not alone in that side of the business, but I know yeah. that it's not as often that you see something like that. So it's pretty cool yeah. that you've been able to kind of master both different yeah. uh, sorry, states. <laughs> and so um, we'll go into quick question because you said that you've been around since the 80s. So um, I know that, so how long have you been with the company? So I've been with the company since last May. So a little bit over a year. And I actually started out as a customer service rep. Um, and then I think it was the end of January is where I kind of transferred into the marketing area. So I went from a customer service rep to marketing. So how that happened was I started helping out with the social media um, as a millennial. <laughs> They're like, oh, she probably knows how to do social media because it just comes naturally to us. So um, I started helping out with that. And then um, the guy that was in marketing before, he wanted to go a different route in sales. 
And so they were going to hire someone and they're like, well, how about you? You do it. And so I was like, okay. And so I just completely delved into it and I, I love it. I'm trying to learn everything I can. And you guys have helped me out a ton as well with the marketing. And um, I do think that starting out in the customer service rep position was really helpful because it helped me with the uh, industry language. You know, that's something that is beneficial. Like you, it's not necessary, I'd say, but it definitely is beneficial whenever you're trying to market to that specific industry. So I, so I think that was awesome that I got to start there and then move in this position. Yeah. I mean, that happened pretty quickly for you. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But I can understand. I mean, us millennials, we are like the young, the younger generation. <laughs> We're the, the youngest working class right now. And so um, I'm sure there's a lot of business owners out there who may have some CSRs that are willing to, to step up to that plate. Mm-hmm. So um, could you say anything to maybe a business owner that may want to, you know, hand off marketing to someone? Yeah. So I think that obviously there's a lot of trust that goes into that, but if you see a hunger in them, um, some people look at millennials as lazy, um, but what I have noticed about our generation is uh, we just want to feel value. So um, if we're looking for a company and we're, we see growth, a potential, we will want to stay there. We're not going to want to hop around because we feel like we're a part of the growth process. So I just say for business owners that maybe are looking for those millennials, um, they are, there's hungry ones out there. It's just, if they see value in a roadmap for success, then they'll want to stick around and they'll definitely put their heart into it. Like it was their own company. So that's, that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So then back to the business. So you've been with them for about a little bit over a year. Um, and you guys started with us earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. mm-hmm. you worked with Deanna and she has yeah. nothing but amazing things to say. She's and awesome. we actually had the pleasure of meeting in person yeah. um, earlier this year in March. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, so how did the company itself start? So, um, our CEO, Mark, he is actually third generation. So his grandfather, he loves to tell a story, but his grandfather, he uh, started out his own business a long time ago. I, I don't know the exact date, but, um, and then his father did it. He had his own plumbing, heating, cooling business. So, and then he did it as a 22 year old. So he went right into it. He, he went to college for it and then he graduated early and it, the economy, I think that was in the eighties. The so the economy at that point was not very good. But the thing about plumbing, heating, cooling is everyone needs you, whether, you know, you already have that foundation because whether they want you or not, you know, they're going to, they're, they're going to have an right. issue regardless. <laughs> and so that's, that's the good thing about it. And um, yeah, he's done this for his whole life. Like whenever he, his dad and his grandpa, he's, were having their own businesses. He's been in the shop with them <laughs> right from the trenches. He was a technician. And so it just runs in his blood. That's yeah. Just, so then, yeah. um, is there a fourth generation on the way also? Yeah. So actually, um, his son just started in, I think the end of May as a business developer. So he's helping out with all of our organization things. So whenever you ramp up your marketing, a lot of times you see, um, things come up that in house that you need to fix those processes before you can, you know, ramp it up a step farther, especially when you're in a growth spurt like we are. And so, um, he's helping out with all those organization and just the day-to-day operation things that we need help in order to grow. So it's really exciting. And 
we're we're in the right direction for sure. That's awesome. That's amazing. And so yeah. um, you mentioned a growth spurt. Do you uh, mean so you're running 20 trucks? Is it that you weren't running this, these many not too long ago, or are you starting to bring on more additional people? Yeah. So um, I think the way that we've grown is we have a really solid foundation, really good customer base, and we've just you know we as we grow, bring in more people. You know, as we grow, bring in more people. But now our goal is to become the great, the biggest company in plumbing, heating, cooling company in Kansas city. That's our goal and our mindset here across the board in the company. So um, yes, we're bringing in more people. We have more trucks than usual. We're trying to get more creative. I mean, bringing in uh, companies like you strategic partners to help us grow um, things like that, that they had never done before because the mindset wasn't to at that point, wasn't looking at, Oh, let's become the, biggest plumbing heating cooling company in Kansas City but now that's where we're headed so we're really excited and that's the growth spurt that we're going through right now that's that's great I mean 20 trucks is a lot of trucks so I know that's hard to manage Mm -hmm. um and so congratulations on that I I mean just off the bat 20 trucks it sounds like you're not too far away from becoming the biggest um plumbing and heating company in Kansas City Mm -hmm. I can't be wrong I'm not sure you know how deep that that competition can be but mm-hmm. uh, with 20 trucks, you can't be too far behind. Yeah. Well, our our market is very saturated. That's the thing because we're on that state line. There, mm-hmm. even uh, Deanna, she said that whenever she looks at our market, she's like, it is a crazy amount of plumbing and cooling companies. I don't know off the top of my head how many, but there's tons. And it's just, it's kind of crazy how many there is. And some of them come and go, but there is those uh, monsters that Next. were... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, bigger cities like that, um, bigger known cities, that's where you see such, you know, saturated markets, a little bit more expensive of a cost per click. And so that kind of speaks as to why it's so important to have a marketing uh, manager in-house mm-hmm. overseeing all of the data and not just having um, the owner kind of juggle all of the hats. Yeah. Um, but with something as big as 20 trucks, I'm sure you guys have uh, at least four CSRs, if I'm not mistaken. Um how many in the office would you say? Um, how many people in the office altogether? Mm-hmm. Um, out of those 40, there's probably about um, 15 in the wow. office. Yeah. So it's a big staff. I mean, overall, yeah. huge staff. And so we're, and we're growing and growing as well. Yeah. And so it, it takes a lot to manage such a big staff. And so um, what training opportunities have you guys gone through? Um, do you bring anybody in-house to train or do you seek that? you know, through the internet, um, how is it that you can get, you know, a leader in every single department to kind of pull this company forward? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does take a lot for, for yeah. something as big as yours. Yeah. So, I mean, it all comes down to organization and just trying to create, you know, implement things that are simple that everyone can know how to do, you know, even if they, because it, whenever you're growing, sometimes you have to wear more hats than, right. you know, your actual position. But, um, as far as training goes, we did for a while, we used power selling pros um, for our CSRs. So that really helped out. Um, just they, they give really good feedback and um, on the CSRs to train them how to sell and um, be empathetic even to a customer, you know, the human side of these customers yeah. that whenever they're calling in and they're, they're plumbing, heating, cooling, we just think of it as, oh, the job, but these people are going through, you know, the the heat and the cold and all that. And so, um, you know, those, those kind of processes as well. And then, um, just, I just say, um, 
just making everything as organized and simple as possible so we can all, you know, be on the same page and everyone knows how to do everything. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so um, when it comes to marketing, are there other channels that you guys utilize besides, you know, our services as an internet marketing company? Yeah, we do. We do quite a bit of different areas. So one thing that we just started up um, was is TV and radio. Okay. Um, so as far as TV and radio goes, I think that the way we have it set up is they complement each other really well. So like we'll do we'll hit like Sunday night news and then we hit really heavy Monday morning on radio. And so um, the people that maybe had saw us and like in the back of their mind Sunday night, they're getting ready to prepare for the week. And, oh, you know, I did need to call a plumbing, heating, cooling company because I had this issue. And then they hear, them on, <laughs> hear us, you know, on their way to work Monday morning. And it just, it kind of like hits them back to back. Right. It clicks. It's like, oh, wait, I, I just heard about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and what we really like, just like um, how you guys are exclusive to certain areas. So um, for radio, that's kind of what we look for. Cause obviously we don't want to be doing the same things our competitors are doing, right. especially when we're growing. And mm-hmm. so, um, on our radio show, we're the only one that, uh, does a sponsor for that show during the day. So he doesn't sponsor any other people during his show. So he'll live, like, it's almost like a word of mouth referral. Like he'll say, you know, you plumbing, he'll do our campaign and say, you need to call full star plumbing and air conditioning. You know, he doesn't do that for any other company so we really like that about it as well okay that's awesome I mean exclusivity is so important especially with such a saturated market as yourselves I mean it's impossible to use someone's services and then have them also be um, assisting your competitor it's it's just unethical and so that's something that I love about you know the company that I work for and um, I love working with my clients so although we don't work personally together um Deanna she works closely in your market she understands your market and I guess Mm -hmm. I mean I I assume that that's probably one of the most uh, valuable things that you guys get from us um I'm sure you have many other things to say but um with Deanna knowing your market in specific it does help us when it comes down to the type of leads that we're trying to get you the conversion on that end and on the return on investment that you're seeing on your end so Mm -hmm. Again, I mean, that obviously hands down is, is very important. Yeah. So then um, a couple of questions. You had mentioned that you first started with the social media. Are you continuing to work in that avenue? Um, how important would you say that social media is in today's day and age? Um, I, think it's, I think it's all about the way that you do it. Because of our industry, I think that sometimes we can get caught up in thinking that everyone's super interested in plumbing, heating, cooling, mm-hmm. like, or we throw out these brand names that homeowners, they might not be as excited as we are about them. And so I think it's all about the way that you do social media. So it can be really huge. So if you just relate more to like, what are your customers wanting to see? They're not wanting to see like little memes or, you know, different, like things like that, that they might not even understand. So what we right. try to do with our social media is, um, and I think we've gotten pretty good at it is doing um, like the, the technicians, they'll send me pictures, like selfies of them in the field. Okay. It's more lifestyle. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I just think that our customers relate to that more. And then like, right. yeah. So, and then we just started up today, actually our first, we did like a Polestar live. That's what we call it. And it's a live YouTube video. And, um, I interview a technician and he goes over like different, different things that homeowners want to know about like today we went over air filters and we can post that on our social media and just get more engagement with that 
Yeah. And I mean, it takes no time on, on your end to do that. I mean, it'll, it'll probably take no more than five minutes to interview a technician, but mm -hmm. it does bring so much value to your profile. And yeah. although, um, I mean, social media is free. I mean, we don't have to necessarily advertise on social media to have a presence on there. Mm -hmm. And so it costs us nothing as, you know, companies to go on there, do a quick live. And then um, it's good content for someone to reference in the future and kind of give you a homey feel, right? So it makes you more relatable for the person searching. And so that's mm -hmm. definitely a good idea. So that's actually something that I'm going to keep in mind yeah. <laughs> for my clients when I speak to them. I'm going to interview like that, that. That goes a long way. Yeah. And what we suggest to the to the people that tune into our show is like they can comment videos because obviously we don't want to sit there and talk about things that they don't want to hear. So right. um, if they comment like suggestions for future videos of um, different topics that we want to cover so that way we're not just talking and, and they're like, oh, we don't care about that. Yeah, we don't want to, and then <laughs> like they log off, right? You want to keep yeah. them engaged in, in the content that you're producing. Yeah. It's all about the engagement. And I think that if they see us, you know, what are we doing as a company and how's the, you know, what's the culture like and all that kind of stuff. That's what customers want to see out of us or even contests. Like, um, whenever we do contests as well on our social media okay. and we try to do video, like something, cause I know I, whenever I try to think about what I do and whenever I'm on Facebook and I see a video, even if it's the dumbest thing, like I'll sit there and watch it. So, you know, those little videos that, you know, maybe only take 30 seconds, you know, those, those are what get the engagement. Yeah. And yeah. so when you say our show, I mean, can you speak a little bit more to that? It, it sounds intimidating for someone who may be listening in, like, you know, I have a company to run, I already have so many things to do, I can't imagine starting a show on social media. Um, can you just speak to that real quick? I know, I mean, it doesn't take much time. Um, maybe just one person in the, in the staff can be in charge of that. And so can you maybe um, discuss how you guys got that started? Yeah, so actually, um, one of our CSRs, he does like a lot of digital stuff for us as well, because he's really into that. And he came up with the idea. And so um, I said, yeah, sure, I'll host it. And, you know, it does, people might think that it takes a lot of time, but really today, all I did was I got the technician that I knew would speak well about that certain topic. Okay. And then um, I just cut him a break during like his, um, his, his job that he's going to that day. And then um, I prepared a couple questions to go over with him and it took literally 10 minutes. <laughs> and so we just sat in front of the camera and whenever the thing about live is you don't have to keep redoing it as soon as you put it on, you know, it's on there. It. <laughs> so, so it really doesn't take much time. And that's something that will be on your YouTube and you can stream it on Facebook. You know, you can put that anywhere and use it multiple times. So it's not something that you have to keep redoing. It will be on there for as long yeah. as you want to. So, so it really didn't take much time. We're probably going to do that once a month now that we started it and, and we saw a lot of engagement on it today. So I Definitely. think, I think and it's beneficial. Yeah, I mean, at once a month, it doesn't take too much time out of your schedule. And so for anybody listening, I think this is a fantastic idea. Um, just get with your staff and, and listen to um, all of their strengths. I'm sure there's somebody on staff that can be willing and able to do something like this. And I think that even a small 10-minute um, interview with one of your technicians will really go um, a long way. So Kayla, thank yeah. you for that awesome um, insight and little nugget that I hope someone else replicates <laughs> because, again, I mean, it's a great idea. And real quick to add mm -hmm. on to what you said, I, I completely agree. And also I just thought of this as you were talking, the way that it makes the technician feel special that just helps out immediately with culture and, yeah. you know, he's going to feel special like, Oh wow. They asked me to, 
be a part of this because they know I'm knowledgeable in this area. So like, if you think about it from that aspect as well, that's something that can help the company's culture as well. Yeah. And culture, I mean, especially in nowadays, it's so important. It's very hard to find technicians and then it's harder to keep them. So as long as the morale is up in the, in the office, the culture is there and you're recognizing your technicians for, you know, anything small, um, even as simple as an interview or just, Hey, you know, you did a great job. We saw that review come in. I mean, that keeps that, you know, that morale up. And so in the long run, it's only going to help you. Yeah. And that's something that I know some companies struggle with because even we have. So uh, whenever your technicians are just out in the field all day and we're here, you know, with all the day to day processes in the office, you know, just simple things like that can connect the two because sometimes you just feel like they might feel isolated and that's just a way to bring them in and feel a part of the growth of the company. So, so if you look at it from that, it's very beneficial. That's awesome. I mean, you'd never want to just send them out there and then <laughs> yeah. them and say, oh, thanks for doing the job. But yeah, no, you want to be all... here without them. Right. Yeah. And so then kind of piggy, you know, piggybacking onto the review side of things. How mm-hmm. is it that you guys um, generate your reviews? Do you ask for reviews? Uh, do you make it a competition internally with your technicians? Um, give us a little bit of insight on how you guys do that. Okay. So as we know, um, reviews are huge nowadays. Like it's basically like word of mouth to people. Even I before didn't really give reviews myself, Mm -hmm. but whenever I know, whenever I'm going to search for a product or a restaurant, I don't, I don't move forward with anything unless they have good reviews on it. I know there's so many people like that. It's, it's crazy. And so it really is like, it's more valuable than a referral. And obviously with SEO and all that, we know, we understand that side of it, but in-house, so right now on Google, we're sitting at a 4.8 with about 930 reviews. And so uh, we're pretty close to a thousand, which is exciting. That's a lot of reviews. Yeah, that's a milestone right there. And so um, I'd say for our company, everyone is just here, understands the value of them. And we're really passionate about them. So we, we put a lot of emphasis on it. So every day else, you know, we, we bring in the technicians for their meetings and they go over, you know, the importance of reviews, but even I'll send them, they probably get annoyed with me, but I'll send them little motivational reminders. Um, I have them all in a group text and I'll be like, you know, I'll like throw things out there about like how the importance of reviews and like, um, I always congratulate. So if I saw a technician got or a five-star review the day before I'll throw their name out there in the text. So they get a shout out. And I think that they like that. They're like, Oh, cool. You know, they shouted out my name cause I got a five-star. And um, so we also, and then I do. Um, so whenever customers complete jobs, I always send out review reminders, even though um, we do the automatic review request as well. Um, I always send out just an email, one-time email that they get about the review and our review contest. So I'll go into that. We have a, once a month, I do a drawing for our reviews from our customers. So we also involve our customers in it as, as well as our technicians. So they get a chance for, to win a hundred dollar Visa gift card whenever they submit a Google or Facebook review for us. So I put them into a drawing and then what we do is um, we do a video whenever we're picking out the winner. And so um, that's on our social media. So everyone gets to, our customers can be a part of that and see us actually drawing the winner. 
And then um, we always bring them in, the customer in, and I always give them their gift card and we talk with them and thank them, obviously. And we always get a picture for our social media as well. And so we involve our customers and then I'll text the technicians like, hey, that was your customer that won the the $100 Visa gift card and then it gets them all excited and then they can use that to tell their other customers like hey my customer won last month like so I must be pretty lucky <laughs> it's just something that they can yeah I mean it's well. just like a fun hey you know give us a review you have this chance or just you know engaging the, the client with the technician so that's that's great that's another good idea so <laughs> definitely have a couple of great insights um, you've only been there a year but I'm sure that that the company has felt the impact, the positive impact since you've uh, stepped into this role. So, yeah. And I have really good people around me that, you know, help me out with like our owner. He's so creative and he's always finding, he's constantly sending me like emails of like different marketing things. And so if I, you know, have time, I can look through them and get ideas in my head. And so, or jot them down and save them for later, even if it's not something we want to move forward with yet. And so um, I just have really good people around me as well. Yeah. To help to help this and get everyone on the same page, like, and understand the importance of this kind of stuff. Definitely. So then two questions um, left. The first being about the owner. Um, so you are the marketing manager, but can you speak to how important it is? Um, even if the owner, you know, isn't necessarily, um, doesn't have to be in the office every day, but how important it is for them to be very, you know, involved in the business and how that helps with, with you and your job. And then, you know, other in the in the office and your technicians well what I really like if I just connect it to the owner that we have here um I really I just feel value whenever he's so interested in what I'm doing um because when I go share with him an idea some people might be intimidated if their owners you know they might not care to move forward or care about the marketing side of it but because our owner is so open and excited and passionate about this marketing side of it. And he understands the importance. Whenever I go with, go to him with an idea, he, he gets me all excited about it. I mean, he'll definitely tell me if he doesn't think it's a good idea, but um, when he's, he'll always be there to listen and get me excited about it or even give me feedback because um, if, if I just told him everything and he's like, yeah, move forward with it, you know, it's, it's right. Yeah. We'd end up running the show. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that we can kind of bounce ideas off each other and he's so creative as well, you know, that definitely, definitely helps out. So. Awesome. And so my last question, which really is a free for all, do you have anything else that you'd like to, to say to anybody who may be listening in? Yeah. So I'd say um, as coming from a business owner's perspective of this, um, I'd say what our CEO, he says, you can't be an island. I mean, you can't just think that you can reinvent the wheel. And that's something that um, some of them, they do and they get stuck in their ways and they don't want to yeah. do the latest technology or they let their ego get in the way. But you, there is, you know, round tables like Nextstar service round table that you can reach out to and uh, share ideas with other plumbing, heating, cooling companies. Cause if it's working and another, another state, like it's definitely going to, it's not just like you need to recreate everything. You just mm -hmm. need to learn how to implement it in your own way. You, it might not be the same um, way they implement it, but the creative side of it, you know, um, you could. Right. There's like, like building principles they can just, you know, reference while you're building yours. Yeah. And as far as like some, I know some people or some business owners let their ego get in the way. So um, just be more 
just being more open to it and not being afraid of failure because that's just how you learn is through, you know, we're all going to fail. Not everything's going to go smoothly the first time, but just that's how you learn and grow. So, and then just also taking, taking what you're good at and looking at even like analytics will show just what you're good at and just not dominating that area and going 10 times harder on it. And otherwise you'll just be average if you don't do that. So, so I think that's definitely beneficial. Definitely. Well, Kayla, thank you for jumping on with me on this interview. Uh, Thank you for speaking to the millennial generation, to business owners, (laughs) anyone alike. You had some really good ideas. I hope that some of these people can um, replicate, you know, even even just the social media into their um, day to day activities with their office. I mean, I think that would be great. So again, thank you. Um, you. All right. Thank you. Well, I hope you got amazing value from that interview. If you'd like more ideas, strategies, and techniques on how to more effectively market your plumbing, HVAC, or home services business online, go to plumbingmarketing.net. There you'll find interviews just like this and the opportunity to schedule a time with us to just kind of talk about your business and how we can help you implement similar strategies in your business. So plumbingmarketing.net, head over there now, and I'll talk to you soon.